On today's brand new episode, we're talking with mental performance coach Todd Setner about how you build elite mindset, elite leadership, and most of all, you help facilitate and cultivate an elite culture. Let's go! My name is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to encourage and equip you with the tools to build a winning mindset so you can build your winning life. Text PODCAST to 972-945-9113 to join our Morning Motivation Club and visit CompeteEveryday.com for past podcast episodes and to learn more about our resources and gear for ambitious people who are ready to start winning. Welcome to the show. What's up, Competitor Nation? Jake Thompson here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Today is Wednesday, and you know on Wednesdays we are getting wisdom from other leaders, other mental performance coaches, other people just doing some awesome things, showing up and competing every day in hopes that we can learn something from them, apply it immediately to our work, maybe to our training, and most importantly to the relationships and people in our life. Todd is the founder and CEO of Setner Consulting Group. He has over 25 years experience leading strategic growth. He's worked with pharmaceutical and medical device companies. He's worked with sports teams. He's been a pro basketball player in Europe. And we get into all of that really wrapped around his framework of the three pillars of elite results. We talk about mindset, leadership skills, and culture, and really what led Todd down the path of creating this framework, as well as the type of work that he does on a daily basis. And we get to share a little stories and commonalities in in terms of coaching and speaking and really the importance of having a coach and what that coach allows you to do. So I think there's a ton of great information on here. Todd is an awesome guy that I think you should follow online and get to know. So we'll be linking to his social media, his book, his website in the show notes, as well as there's a few shout outs in the show to our man, Brian Kane, who Todd has worked with, who is Coach Todd, who does some coaching for me, who I, in terms of who I learned from, uh, I'm in his mental performance mastery program. And so Brian, phenomenal guy that I love learning from. Um, and I know Todd feels the same way in terms of getting to learn and absorb all of the stuff Brian's doing. So we're going to be linking to Brian in the show notes as well as our past interview we did with Brian a while back. Um, so stick around for the show. Be sure to check out the show notes after that. And we are just under a week away from our brand new spring collection drop. So head on over on Tuesday to CompeteEveryday.com and check out the Chase Em Down track collection. We have a number of new designs, new styles, but it's all for those driven competitors who do not wait for their goals, who do not wish for a better life, but they are putting in work to go chase them down. And so if that's you, if you feel driven and empowered to get up every day and compete for the life you want, the goals you've set, the people you love, get on over there Tuesday to CompeteEveryday.com and... You can use the code PODCAST to get 15% off any order that includes new releases, my book, journal, anything else out there. Head on over to CompeteEveryDay.com and use the code PODCAST for 15% off and help support the show. Now, let's get into mental performance. Let's get into being where your feet are and how do you coach, help, facilitate, encourage the people closest to you? That's a point of conversation, so let's welcome in Todd Center. 
Todd, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Thanks, man. Pleasure to be here and thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, excited about today's conversation. I know I learned a little bit about your work uh, through a mutual friend, Brian Kane, and a lot of the stuff Brian has going on in the world right now. And, and he was back, man, a couple hundred episodes ago, I think Brian joined the show for a little conversation. So we'll be linking to that in the show notes. But today, man, it's about you. It's about the three pillars of elite results. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to learning a little bit more on your perspective on this stuff. But Man, before we dive in, I'm just curious where the the passion or even the interest in mental performance for you came from. Yeah, no, I appreciate the question, man. You know, I was a guy that grew up a coach's son. I was fortunate enough to be able to play for my dad for uh, four years on a varsity team. He ended up coaching for nearly three decades, just over 30 years. And so, you know, growing up with a mentor in the house and being able to see someone coach and teach people, I think it was just instilled in me. And um you know, that's where it started, man. I, I watched my dad uh, impact people for a lot of years. And, um, you know, when my playing days were over, I'm sure we'll get into that and stuff. But I, uh, I always wanted to serve back and, and give people what coaches brought to me, which was the mindset piece and how to face adversity. Love it. So uh, obviously you, you kind of teased that a little bit. You were a hooper. Uh, I had the chance to play all over. Tell us a little bit about your playing career. And I'm curious about the experience of, of Europe and how that was. Yeah. Like I said, four years with my dad, I ultimately signed the letter of intent to go to UAlbany, a small mid-major school in the America East Conference. Uh, Four-year starter there, captain for three years. Uh, fantastic fit. Love the school. And um, ultimately, you know, when it came down to it, I was in a couple NBA camps. This was back in 2000, uh, 2001, uh, never made a fall roster. And um, I ended up taking my game over to Europe, uh, spent about you know, just over half a decade, about six years, um, nine different countries, a lot of different teams. And I'll tell you, man, the experience off the court was probably, if not better than on the court, just being able to travel the country, get a chance to to lead people on teams and in their own, you know, in their own environment and element. It was great as a young adult, you know, 22 to 28 years old. So um, it was awesome. Great experience and, and truly enjoyed it. And a lot of these people came back there in my wedding and I'm still friends with today. I love that. So uh, let me ask you a little bit. You obviously had the influence of your dad. You got a chance to play a lot of ball that uh, a lot of people can't relate to sometimes, but but really planting the seeds of learning some of the mental skills. Was it something that you were kind of aware of, you saw from your dad, you were aware of while you played, but kind of after the playing days, you dove further into it? Or were you just that junkie that was like, let me learn about this. How do I stay locked in? How do I shake off that missed shot or that turnover to be locked in in the next moment? Kind of tell me a little bit of your development on that end. Yeah, I've always been a guy, as long as I've known, even as a young kid, I've gravitated towards ultra successful people in life. You know, who? why are people, some people so successful and other people aren't? And let's just take an example, the, the, the athletic world, right? You all know the names. It's, it's Jordan, Tiger, Serena, Vaughn, Federer, Brady. Why are they so good? And then when I got into the corporate world, I was in a new craft studying people like Bezos, Gates, Zuckerberg's jobs, Musk. What are these guys doing differently and, and, and ladies doing differently? And here's what's crazy, man. After three decades of study as a young adult in college and, and ultimately as a corporate executive, they all had three things in common. They had a different level mindset. They had exceptional leadership skills. And then they understood how to build a culture or an environment around them to give them the best chance to win, the best chance 
for success. And it was in that moment with all the data I had, writing things down, Google Docs, reading books, I'm like, what is going on here? Why are these people, why are these three things and all these people? And how do you get there? And at this point, you know, and of course I was navigating my way through the corporate world. I thought to myself, if I can grab these tools and bring value to myself, I can then serve people and ultimately, you know, do something I'm passionate about. And what's ironic is these three things they had in common in order to get to that level, which I call the three pillars of elite results, which is the, the book on Amazon. Um, these people studied or mastered, I should say, 24 skills. And there were eight skills under mindset, eight under leadership, and eight under culture. And basically, when I mean mastered, they did the drills to build the skills in order to obtain the skill set. And that's what separated them from everyone else. And that's what was I was interested in as young as I can remember. It's just chasing that, chasing that example. So let me let me ask you about that. When you played sports, who were the the one to two guys you looked at and try to pattern some of your game after? Yeah, so I was a big Bobby Hurley fan. And so up until this day, I'm a, I'm a massive Duke fan. They escaped a win last night with Michigan State. They did. Uh, My frogs so, weren't as lucky. Oh. oh, yeah, I know. That's right. They got beat up. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, man, since 1988, Bobby Hurley stepped on the scene. I was a New York guy. He's from New Jersey. I know his dad was a coach, similar to my path. And I followed him, you know, and he had a stellar career at Duke, still the all-time assist leader in the NCAA history. Um, had a tough accident and he got drafted by the Sacramento Kings and that kind of shaped his career in terms of stepping away from the game. But now he's coaching again, Arizona state. And um, that was the guy, a six foot guy from, from, you know, New York, I'm from upstate, he's from New Jersey, but if he could do it, I felt like I could do it. And um, I followed his path. I love it. So uh, flash forward a little bit, going to Europe. One of the things I always find fascinating talking to guys, especially when they play in other countries, is the first thing that pops in my head is it's a game we know, it's a game we love, it's a game we play, but there's some language barriers. Obviously, even to a degree in corporate America, and you probably see this all the time, and I've seen some of your clips online, we have language barriers in terms of what we're communicating and what we mean by different words. But in Europe, it's a whole other animal because you're literally speaking different languages. How do you learn to work with individuals on the court? And maybe talk a little bit about in the corporate side now, the work you do as well. How do we get on the same page when we're talking completely separate languages? Yeah, I learned something a long time ago when it came to building relationships and culture. And the idea was, say what you see, trust the intent. And when I got to Europe, uh, I remember having, you know, here I am, you're allowed two Americans per team. They had a British kid. The first, first country I was in was the UK. They had a British kid that was a long-standing player with the organization. And I came in and he, he set the bench now and I'm starting and it was a difficult relationship to start with. And I remember one day, uh, his name was Gavin, and, and, and I sat him down before practice. I said, listen, man, we're going at it every day in practice. I can feel the animosity. I'm stepping into your country, your world, your team. But listen, let me say what I see right now, and I need you to trust my intent. This might not be an easy conversation for you, but trust the fact that I've thought about it. I have your best interest. And I want you to understand that we're going in the same direction. We're on the same team. And whether I'm on the floor or you're on the floor, I want you to be my biggest supporter and I'm going to be your biggest supporter. And so if we can just understand that it's not you against me and me against you, we're trying to win the league and the conference and the playoffs and, and take this team to places they've never been. What, what can I do for you? 
And that conversation changed things because when you make it about them and they understand it was premeditated thought where you're thinking of them, that really meant a lot to him. And of course, we're young, 22, 23 years old, but I'll never forget that conversation. It changed the way we practiced together. We went 48 and three that year and won a championship in the UK. So I would say if you're have, if you have to have a difficult conversation, whether it's with your kids, someone you lead, you're a parent, you're a teacher, coach, come with the, the saying, look, guys, I'm going to say what I see. It's not going to be easy, but trust my intent that I have your back. So I want to, before we continue on the career, I want to take that conversation, that piece and talk a little bit now. So you do some work uh, in the farm sale, med- pharmaceutical sales, right? You came out, that was kind of one of the gigs. You're still involved in the industry, sales industry, sales organizations, man, it is, it is so easy, even though we're in control of us and how we're working it to be eyeing and, and focusing on everybody else and have that animosity where we're competing against each other instead of with each other to, to raise up. How do you and your leadership role continue to, to teach and, and really empower your team and the teams of the individuals and clients you work with to get their eyes off of each other and, and really work on how we're working together and competing with each other instead of always against each other? Because I feel like you have the right mentality. It's the one I have of, of the better you do. Awesome. That pushes me that I got to raise my game to a new level. And I'm not looking at you from an animosity standpoint, but I'm grateful that you're pushing me to levels I'd never gotten before. But I feel like a lot of society struggles with that switch. Yeah, they do. So just a quick note, I stepped away from the corporate world back in October. So I'm doing this speaking gig full time now, which I'm passionate about, excited, super excited about. But to your point, right, I, um, I spent the last 15 years as a pharmaceutical rep, kind of worked my way up the corporate ladder, and I ended as a VP of sales for a, a leading medical device company. I managed about $400 million um, the last three years, and uh, but ultimately stepped away. But to your point, leading teams, Jake, you know, um, it's not easy. Let's first put that out there. Everybody's different, and there are different buttons to push. And when I sit down and hire someone or I inherit someone, the first thing I want to know is, what are they, where are they at personally? Forget the job, forget the quota, forget their professional goals. Who are you? Where are you from? What's your family like? Tell me some hobbies. If you sit down and get to know them, you start to break down the barrier in the walls. That's number one. And not a lot of leaders do that. There's something I say all the time. Leadership is not a some of the time thing. Leadership is an all of the time thing. And if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to lead other people. And there are days when you don't want to answer that phone call. You don't want to reply to that email, but you need to be where your feet are. As Brian Kane, as you mentioned, would say to both of us, be where your feet are and be present, which is a completely lost art in today's society. And so to answer your question, I would say it's about people. If, if you can come in with charisma, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. There, there's a story back in the day. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a, it's a fun story. There are two prime ministers in the UK. Um, Prime Minister Disraeli and Prime Minister Gladstone. And there was a lady that was going to have dinner with them on successive nights. And when she got done with the two dinners, she was asked a question about how it went with each prime minister. And she said, you know what? When I was with um, Prime Minister Gladstone, man, I felt like he was the most inspiring, smart, intelligent guy in the world. But when I had dinner with Prime Minister Disraeli, he made me feel like I was the most smart, intelligent, beautiful woman in the world. See, that's charisma. And that's about walking into a room and going, 
there you are, instead of saying, here I am. And I would say that's how you break people down. I love it. And man, that's so funny. It ties in. Uh, we just published an episode the other day about being interested versus being interesting and how that mentality is, wow. is so crucial on the leadership side. And, and so I love that and know that ties into a little bit of, of the work you do. Obviously, you've got the book on Amazon. It's all about those pillars, elite mindset, leadership, culture, environment. It starts with the mindset. It starts with building the mindset. I'm curious from your perspective, as somebody who's hungry, always growing, getting better, what's been or what was one of the biggest mental skill challenges for you? The one that it was a little bit harder to build, or it's one that's always kind of active for you? Hmm. I would say, um, especially if you want to be a leader, where I struggled early, early on, and I, I believe this is uh, under the umbrella of mindset, is not everybody is like you. That is so difficult when you start leading people, whether you're on a court or you're on the field or you're in corporate America. It's just because you were successful in the way you did it and your mindset is one way and someone else's is another way. You have to be able to take a step back and put their lens on, which has to do with listening skills and understand where they're coming from. And so I would say that was the biggest challenge for me is, you know, I found success in my life through a lot of hard work, but it doesn't mean my way was the best way. And that would be what I would tell people to, to really hone in on is stop and listen with the intent to hear what people are saying versus the intent to reply with your own purpose or whatever your rebuttal really is. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, man. A couple of questions. I know we've got your book on Amazon. We're going to be linking to in the show notes, but that's not it. You've kind of teased it a little bit. You also do some one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and team consulting, and I'm assuming that's all around the pillars of helping individuals or organizations start to build that mindset or really build that culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. So basically the way I've kind of grown the business over the last three years, uh, there's three different ways that I, I coach or consult. You got one-on-one -on -one coaching, as you mentioned, uh, keynote speaking, and then essentially team consulting. What I found, Jake, is like if I can build a foundation with whoever I'm speaking to, uh, there's a bunch of medical device companies that I'm contracted with. Uh, certainly, I've got a number of one-on-one -on -one clients and then ultimately some teams I work with. And when I, when I deliver the keynote, I feel like that is the foundation. And ultimately, they're going to get 10 strategies out of that keynote. And then subsequently, the organizations or teams that bring me back will then dial into the team consulting. And then ultimately, what happens from there is you shave it down to some people that want some extra one-on-one -on -one coaching. And you're right. It's all about the three pillars of elite results. And so when people come to me for coaching, we're going to start with mindset. We're going to work through leadership and then ultimately culture, which is what I call an MVP process, mission, vision, principle. And ultimately, we take them through the 24 strategies and skills to obtain the three pillars of elite results. Um, I know this could be an audio podcast, but I'm holding a 250 page training manual in my hand and they'll all get this. And I walk them right through it with a lot of different things to build the skill set and a lot of activities and engagement. Love it. Love it. We, we work in a very similar manner in terms of keynotes. It, it opens the door. It helps you a little bit. It kind of sets that foundation, but really the, the true work is beyond that 60 minutes or that three hours into helping change the habits, the mentality, the lifestyle. As a, we talked about off air, you've got uh, two little ones, a six month old and a, a two year old that, that you are getting ready to raise up uh, with your spouse. And so I'm curious for those listening, we've got people that listen to the show that are working on building mental skills. They're working on trying to raise their game and mindset, but maybe their spouse, 
maybe their kids that could be a little bit older. They're having some problems sometimes because just like you said, they think differently. They may not have that same mindset. What are the things that you're keeping in mind? One is your kids grow. One is you've built this great relationship with your spouse of helping and encouraging and, and not coaching them, but providing a little bit of lessons when they need help um, versus balancing that relationship. Because I think for people listening, they may be in our show. They may already be listening to your show. They may watch Brian every day rolling out stuff on Instagram and they love it and they apply it. And then they look around, they're like, oh, if only so-and-so would do this. If only this person I cared about would do this. But that person doesn't really want to hear it from you. So how do you help those individuals kind of plant seeds versus push the message? Yeah, you know, that's that's awesome question. And um, that's a really hard thing to do. And I work on it every day, you know, because there came a time where I would, you know, my, my wife would be having a tough day and I'd say, hey, you can control your attitude, preparation, and effort. And she'd say, shut up. Okay, enough of that. Speaking right. of experience, I've done the same thing and been in the same boat with you. <laughs> Absolutely. So I've learned uh, from that. And so, you know, the, the best way to do it is if, and, you know, we're all in this together in terms of people that are in mental performance and speaking and coaching, we're trying to work on our craft every day. And what I try to do is sometimes the hardest people to hit are the people you're speaking about, the closest people to you, because they know what you're doing, but they don't want to hear it. It's like if, you're, if your wife or husband is a psychologist, you're not going to them. You're going to somebody else. And what I would say is you have to be very gentle. And sometimes you got to be able to say things without saying it. And sometimes you say nothing and it's just support. You know, like I said, people who are listening to have two young kids, they understand there's a lack of sleep. When it comes, when lack of sleep comes, there's a little bit of edginess, right? And so there's a lot going on under one roof. And then if the kids aren't are acting appropriately, it adds another uh, factor to that. So what I would say is just be able to be the person that they can lean on versus you always having to guide, direct, and coach. Sometimes you need to take a step back and say, I understand. I, I understand what you're going through. And if you, if there's something that I can help you, whether you're looking for advice, I'm happy to give it. But right now I want to let you know I'm in your corner. I get it. And whatever you need, I'm here for you. I, I would, I would say that's the the most pertinent advice I could offer. I love it. I love it. Well, and, and on two notes, one, in like a few years, when you when your girls are older, we're going to have you on the Raising Competitors podcast when they start entering youth sports. And we talk, we talk about being the mental performance coach and raising youth athletes in today's game. Uh, but additionally, what I loved about you, what you said there is one of the things I love talking to clients about, and I'm sure you have had the same conversations, is at work, the manager, the director, the boss, that's work mom, work dad. And sometimes they're hearing the same thing over and over and over again from them. And it's in one ear and out the other, just like teenagers and, and kids do and, and adults do. And so that that's where it's helpful for individuals like you and me and Brian and Lauren and all these other people in the space to be able to come in and support those teams and say, we're talking about the same thing. It's just not mom or dad telling you that story. And so that's why, man, I love these conversations because it's one, introducing our listeners to more people in this space, but two, just having more of these conversations because I think there's some awesome people like yourself doing great work in individuals. And the more we can equip and empower good people doing good work, trying to make a difference, the, the better the world's going to be. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. And if I, you know, if I could offer advice, it's, you know, there, my dad said this a long time ago. He said, there's no person out there that has achieved excellence that didn't have a coach or a mentor. 
And for anyone that knows you or me or Brian or anyone else, Lauren, yeah, we're trying to build a business and support our family, but we're trying to serve people and make impact. And, you know, I have a coach. Uh, I, I work with Brian a lot amongst many other people. And I learn from watching you every day. And, and that's what it's about. So my advice to people is if, if you really want to maximize your life from the minute your feet hit the ground to when you bring them up on bed in bed every night and you want to give the world the best version of you, get someone who's doing what you want to do, who does it already really well. That, that's the bottom line. And so that's what I'll say to my kids, um, whether it's from me, their mom or anyone else, if, um, if they can get a mentor and, and close the gap from where they are to where they want to be, I'm all for it. I love it. And speaking on that, everybody listening needs to be following and learning from you and all the great stuff you're putting out right now. I loved uh, on that note, I love the exercise you did with the uh, the ball and the cup I saw recently on the video. I'm not going to give it away, but if you follow my man, you'll be able to see it there. It's a phenomenal teaching exercise. Todd, where can people connect with you on social? Where's your favorite platform to hang out? And then what's your website? Yeah, I appreciate that. So I'm you know, all over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, doing a bit on um, TikTok. So uh, it's just at Todd Setner. You can type in my name. You'll find me. Uh, website is uh, new and improved at SetnerConsultingGroup.com. There are two G's in there, uh, Consulting Group. So SetnerConsultingGroup.com. We got the book out on the website. You can get a 15-minute audio um, inspiration audio. You can listen to it daily. It's one audio, but if you're ever in a rut, uh, driving to work, driving to practice, feeling like you need a little kick. Um, I'll be in your ear for 15 minutes. So you can also grab that. And of course, all the podcasts are up as well. So um, easiest way to find me. And I appreciate that. Dude, you bet. We'll be linking to all of that in the show notes. So if you're watching the show, make sure you go online, click the buttons, give it Todd a follow. We'll link to all his social media on there. My man, thanks for making some time today for us. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.